We are not doctors. This content should not be used in substitution of professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always get advice from physicians for medical conditions, and any advice we give should be tried at your own risk. And always ask a doctor before starting something new. On today's episode of Raising the Nuts, we ring in the new decade with a list of goals, we talk about accountability, and I teach Jody about what is good for her joints. Let's go. Has no patience, look at his face and in his eyes. He's been waiting, he's been way bound to the die. Always taking chances, all those conversations. Don't know if I make it, don't know why he even tries. Say, oh, I am a believer. Welcome to episode 22 of Raising the Nuts. I'm Jody, And I'm Trevor. We're back in New Jersey. We are. We were in Florida for a couple days. I'm feeling a lot better. Are you? I think so. I feel like when we got home, you like instantly looked depressed again. Well, because yeah, we got home. But (laughs) and I thought Christmas was over, but then it wasn't really over. So this is not something that you weren't aware of that we had one more function to do. It wasn't like surprise like sneak attack or anything. You knew it was coming. I know, but I do feel... And it's the same thing we do every year too, by the way, so... Okay. I do feel (laughs) slightly better than last week. I think I just need to... Now I have a bunch of things written down that I want to accomplish. The new year's coming. Mm -hmm. Actually, when this episode comes out, I guess it'll be the new year, right? On Wednesday. Wednesday's the new year. Is it? So this will be the first episode of the new decade, even though we're recording it in the old decade. Yes. Um, yeah, so I feel a little bit better. Getting... It's been raining for two days straight. I it don't think been... that's helping you. <laughs> that's definitely not helping. <laughs> but I had I made a to-do list this morning when I woke up. It's good. And I'm checking off some of those things. I uh, started with my first, not official coaching session, but lined up a coach, uh, a, a client or a student, if you will, okay. uh, to do some coaching. So I'm excited about that. I think that's going to continue to invigorate my love of poker. I hope so. And now I just have to figure out a work schedule because that's something that's kind of missing right now. I need to figure out, and I have that on my list of things to do. I have a whole big list of things that we can talk about for our goals and the things that we need to accomplish going forward. But I know that I need to write out. I I definitely was doing really well a couple months ago, many months ago, actually, when I was like writing out my weekly schedule. Mm-hmm. And then even if I didn't stick exactly to it, I had a general idea. I knew how many hours I was playing each week and the amount of time that I was dedicating to poker. So I'm going to do that again. I'll have my month mapped out as well. And then the year, the entire year, and I have to try to have everything planned out because we have all these trips coming up and all these different things going on. And I think the trips, I think I mentioned this on the last podcast, but the trips helped me have something to look forward to and have something to work towards. And, and I like working in heavy spurts where I know that I'm going to be put in say 160 hours of poker but then we have this trip to go on mm-hmm. and it's I think I work best like that I feel like we're our trips are increasing they are increasing <laughs> I mean they're ever increasing but when you buy a house in Florida that's probably going to happen yes we definitely traveled in 2019 we traveled way more than we traveled any other year prior yeah did lots of flights we went to the Bahamas we went to Aruba Obviously, we were in Vegas and California. Mm-hmm. We went to Myrtle Beach. Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> Where else did we go? It was a terrible trip. 
Um, I don't, I don't know. It just felt like we were constantly. Well, we were in Florida. Yeah, we were in Florida a lot. We felt like we were just constantly traveling. We spent a lot of time in Maryland, even yeah. though it's not like a long distance trip, it's still away from home. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be the case for 2020 as well. Definitely going to be lining up Florida trips. I just saw today that Andrew and Brad are going to be in Boston, so I'd like to make that happen. Definitely be in Maryland a lot. You look like you're about to explode. Yes, it's a lot. It's a lot. I was huh. just thinking how I need a break from flying the last one because you and I went to Florida the day after Christmas. And I was thinking, man, I really need a break from flying. I felt like all I've done lately is fly. And then you booked me another flight. Yeah, I did. <laughs> you got to go back one more time to really finish this place off, get it ready to rent. Yeah. It's you you made a lot of progress. You should definitely share those pictures in the show notes for, of the things that you've done so far. If you guys are into house design at all, I don't know what what's that called? Be interior decorating. Yeah, interior decorating. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool to look at and see the all the stuff that you and Pam did. Yeah. In there. Yeah, we've uh her and I together have decorated this house nonstop and it's uh you know, the house has come a long way. It has. I just remember that we have Dallas coming up. We have oh, Myrtle yeah. Beach coming up. We have Florida again coming up in Orlando. Yep. Oh, yeah. So lots of stuff. So this is where the things that we talked about, I think we touched on a little bit last week, but going forward, the things that we need to do for ourselves, the two key words that, key words that keep coming back to my head are stability and accountability. Mm-hmm. Being accountable to ourselves and to each other being accountable of the kids, making sure they're staying on track because this life that we're living right now does not offer a lot of stability. Mm-hmm. And kids need stability. I need stability of some kind. Mm-hmm. See, I need the stability in spurts followed by if it's too stable, then I start to lose my mind and I need to be able to just, you know, have the free will to come and go as we please. So that's something we have to work on. For sure. A couple people did reach out to me about my depressive state and mm-hmm. they kind of said they go through some of the same things or they're, you know, they're just checking on me and things like that. So I appreciate anybody who reached out. That's very nice of you. You did not share that with me. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm just saying I, I didn't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So one idea that I had was for the new year, mm-hmm. since we have these goals and we have things with accountability that we're talking about, you know, come back to the accountability and stability and things like that was maybe creating some sort of group, whether it's on discord or Facebook, or I don't know what, what to use. I I know a lot of people use discord, but I don't know if other people who listen to this podcast use discord. I know you don't have a discord account, right? I do not, but you can do use discord to have like an accountability group, maybe like a mental health accountability group or just an accountability group in general where Everybody can share their progress and just have a place for people to post whatever they want about what they're trying to work on in in the new year going forward. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know if we'll throw that out, I guess, and see if anybody wants to join. Maybe if you post it in the show notes or something and we can post a link somewhere else for that. Okay. Well, then we do have to set it up. But I think doing something on a platform like that makes more sense than Facebook because not everybody has Facebook, but Facebook is more of a process to... um, you know, then you have to have a Facebook account and not everybody wants that. Right. And they've had way too many issues lately. <laughs> yeah. Screw Facebook. Yeah. Uh, what? So what are your, some of your goals going forward? Have, did you write anything down or did you think about more 
about what you want to do for the new year? Yeah, I haven't written anything down yet, but, you know, there's always things like I should go back to meditating every day or at least try to meditate every day and exercising and definitely being accountable with the kids for sure, taking time to play with them more often Mm -hmm. and just um, also taking time to spend with each one individually. I think that's really important. Yeah. It's so hard, especially on the breaks when they're home all day to get things done mm-hmm. and also spend time with them. Yeah. Because it just, it feels like it's really difficult, obviously, because they just want so much attention to give them that attention, but then also still be able to function in the house and do the things that you want to do. Because, you know, there's such, it feels like there's such limited time to get the things done. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to be more focused on what I'm doing and keep my eye on the prize and just fighting through it whether I really feel like doing it or not. Like this week I have a lot to get done before I fly back out. So uh, I'm just trying to clean up the Christmas mess and get all the kids stuff put away and just do as much as I possibly can in each day so I can, you know, well, we can be in a good place when I leave. Yeah. The one thing that I noticed from being in the Florida house is that I would really like to get rid of everything in our house here in New Jersey. Because in the Florida house, you know, was you had like the blank canvas where there was nothing in the house at all in the on the bottom floor where we were where you were designing. Yeah, I mean, there's not like you act like we just have crap everywhere and we really don't. It feels I guess maybe because the basement and the garage are so overwhelming and not that I go in there every day. The basement's not even really overwhelming. I cleaned it. I mean, there's just still so much stuff down there. Yeah, there's stuff, but we can get rid of it. Yeah. I just, I, and, and the kids' rooms though too, you know, the kids' rooms are still. Let me, let me just clarify something here. If we move to Florida, the kids' rooms down there would look like these rooms here. Right. But I understand what you're saying, but we're, but they're not moving to Florida with us. So we're. (laughs) Stop saying that. (laughs) No. What I, what I just mean is that I don't. I don't think that if we move to Florida that the house will stay as it is right now where there's not clutter and things like that. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is I enjoy being in the Florida house right now because there's not all that stuff there. I got you. And so when we go down there, it's just the bare bones, like, you know, it's nicely designed. There's not just crap everywhere. It doesn't feel overwhelming to walk into. And I feel like, in, and, I, and maybe it's just because it's new and you don't have that like baggage like not that this house has baggage but mm-hmm. i don't i don't know how to describe it it just feels uh it feels just better to be there maybe it's the weather it's a clean slate it's a clean slate the weather is nice there's a porch to sit on oh yeah that porch is really nice i could just sit on the porch all day and hang out you did quite a bit yeah that was nice yeah, well, I mean, while i was working you were just sitting on the porch or sitting wherever it sounds like you have some complaints to make here no i'm used to it I, I'm good at what I'm good at. I try Clicking to focus. Buttons. I, try, I try to focus on the things that I'm good at and leave the things that you're good at to you. It's very nice of me to do. I like super nice. It's very kind of you. I really enjoyed putting those curtains up by myself. Well, I shouldn't say by myself. Pam at least helped me. What What would you like me to do to help you put up curtains? It would be awesome if you could learn how to put up the curtain brackets. You know, like screw them into the wall and stuff instead of me having to do that. I'll be honest with you, that sounds impossible. (laughs) Or, you know, hand me things instead of record me as I do stuff. (laughs) Listen, if you want to lodge any complaints, 
this is the time to do it. In the new year, there's no complaining allowed. What? Yeah. That's a, that's part of what we're doing. No complaining. <laughs> okay. Whatever. Well, there's no more curtains to hang anyway. The The curtains that are left to hang will be hung by Stu, so we're good. All right. Good. All right. How about mentally? Is there any mental work that you want to do? I guess we talked about last week some of your fears. Yeah. We talked about those things. How are you going to go forward with addressing those things? That's a good question. I don't have an answer for it. I need a therapist. Therapist? Maybe meditational help? Maybe. But I don't know what else. I, like, I don't know. I, I'm going to try to listen to books mm-hmm. and um, speaking podcasts. Of, speaking of books, I, I'm about halfway through mm-hmm. Lost Connections mm-hmm. by Johan Hari. Mm-hmm. And I found it very interesting so far. I need to get the... I've done the audio book. And I need to get the hard cover book or whatever you want to call it. The actual physical book mm-hmm. so that I can take notes and, and get a clearer understanding of everything. But I find it really interesting because a lot of the things that he's uncovering, it's about the nine deep, the nine true reasons behind anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the things that he's uncovering, I see in myself and I see in other people. And it's really interesting. And there are things that you, I feel like you could come up with, but for them to all be succinctly put in there and then the research behind how he came to them is pretty interesting. One of them that I just was reading that really struck with me was that when you're in that anxiety and depression mode, time doesn't really seem to exist. Mm -hmm. You can't visualize things in the future or really even visualize things in the past. Everything's kind of just stuck in like an hour or two hours from now Mm -hmm. and and nowhere else, which is kind of interesting. Although when I think about some other things, a lot of times the stress exists in the past and the future, which is interesting because a lot of times when you're stressed out about something, it's because of something that either happened in the past that you can't change or something that you're worried about in the future. So it's interesting that that's a little bit different than from what his research shows and how I feel in the actual moment. I don't know. I feel like I'm just talking in circles right now. Um, I haven't read the book. Yeah. But I can listen to it. Yeah. I have to remember to bring the... um adapter thing on the flight so that I can listen to the book that I have because I downloaded a book on Audible but I never have the right headphones for my phone Mm. thanks Apple (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I mean I made a list here of my things and I just did it really briefly and it seems like they're a lot of the normal resolution type things and I actually wrote a post before on my blog about New Year's resolutions I don't remember what it was about I should probably go back and read that myself that's an intense list you have yeah. there. Well, so I have scheduling written down, which daily, weekly, and trips. Okay. Uh, budgeting, which I think is a really important one for us to get back to. We did it well in October. December has been a nightmare. We spent <laughs> so much money in December. <laughs> well, we spent a lot of money in December because you bought a house. We bought a house. We bought a house. I'm saying you because yeah. it was your decision to go through with that. And so we had to furnish the house to get it ready. Uh-huh. And then it was Christmas. You're buying Christmas presents. Yeah. So um, I have down here for poker, really focusing on getting in for 40 hours a week of actual playing and then doing the coaching. I have YouTube channel goals. So Jay came up with some different ideas for some YouTube channel videos. And I, I like the idea. So I'm mm-hmm. going to give them a shot and see what goes from there. Uh, I have organized meetup games. I should probably do that. <laughs> 
and then gym, I have that I need to figure out a workout plan that I can stick to. Mm-hmm. Something that's simple, but that I enjoy doing. Because if I don't enjoy doing it, I'm obviously not going to do it. We talked right. about this before with the gym. Yep. So I know Brian had reached out to us before and said that we can come up to the gym. And we, I think we should do that at some point. Okay. Diet. Figure out a diet that I'm going to stick to and enjoy. You know, I enjoy doing the Bulletproof because it's very simple. Okay. And I think I need something simple. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, again, I'm not going to stick to it. That's the thing with, with dedicating so many hours to poker and YouTube. I need things that are simple, but also get me away from those things for a, a, a period of time. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to have that clearly laid out schedule where it's, okay, I know I have two or three hours of mental health time here throughout the day right. to get these things done. I see you have OMAD on your list. I, 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 I said that's because that's a, probably the simplest thing. So that's one meal a day. Right. I, the last couple of days I've done intermittent fasting again, and it's been fine for me. The only time it really affects me badly, we talked about this before, was is when I'm coming down from the sugar rush, and then I feel like just agitated around like 11 a.m. that I haven't eaten anything. Yeah. Um, See, it seems like I know people love the OMAD thing, and I just don't, I've not read enough about it, but it seems strange to me that the thing is right now is to eat one meal a day. Yeah, no. <laughs> just, I, that's like extreme calorie restriction, and how how are you like... This is why I have to read more about it. But how are you fueling your body, giving yourself enough energy to really move about your day? Mm-hmm. Now, people love doing like extreme fasting too. And they say they get crazy benefits from it. But how long is doing one meal a day, how long is that sustainable for? You know, like when you do a fast, that's not a permanent thing. You're not like never eating again. Mm-hmm. So is OMAD like... Is it really a sustainable thing to do over a long period of time? Or is it something you're supposed to be doing for short periods of time or something? Again, I just haven't really read anything about it because I've never been interested in doing it. Yeah. I mean, I have it written down there, but mostly because I was just thinking in terms of scheduling. Right. If we are on a schedule where you can help cook meals and stuff like that, and then there's meals prepared and we're efficiently doing things, right. then it's a lot easier. It's just... it's. It's hard for me to keep up with a dieting, uh, a diet if I don't know when I'm cooking or what I'm cooking or who's cooking right. and what food we have and all those things. That's obviously the part of the accountability for us is coming yeah. up with a plan for that. Because I find it hard to stick to healthy eating if I'm only eating one meal a day. Because then I start to get ravenous because I'm so hungry. And then I'll just eat whatever's there. Like, oh, I need to eat lunch. So let me just eat some of these pretzels here, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that because that doesn't make me feel great. I've noticed since we've been eating just not really whatever, but we've been eating Tacos. sort of whatever, more grains. Definitely we've been eating a bunch of grains that we don't normally do, and I'm getting a lot of joint pain and stuff. So um, that's a problem. I don't mm-hmm. feel great. I feel stiff. I feel old. You know what a good solution for joint pain is? <laughs> I'm, I'm scared. Joints. <laughs> No, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not going to take that up in the new year. <laughs> That's the New Year's resolution: smoke more joints. <laughs> I've never smoked a joint in my life. I'm not starting now. So anyway, me neither. <laughs> That's a good one. Certainly never rolled a joint. Well, I haven't done that either. I had I had specialists. We had specialists in our group. <laughs> you have one guy who's really good at doing it. Yeah. Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> I never got into it. So, um, 
yeah, I don't. I just have to go back to eating properly because I can feel the difference. You know, I feel like I started to really not enjoy eating bulletproof because it's like, oh, we're having red meat again, which you don't have to do it that way. Well, with bulletproof, you sort of do because he doesn't really like chicken. But if you're not sticking to it strictly, then you can do whatever you want. And um, I just felt like, oh God, not another burger, not another cup of bulletproof coffee. It was just getting to be really overwhelming. Because it's that, just monotonous and repetitive, right? Yes. I need some more options, I guess. But I also, it felt heavy almost. You know, like the coffee, I just was not enjoying the coffee anymore, which mm-hmm. I absolutely loved the coffee. But I've been drinking it every single day for like two years. Yeah. So it started to just, I haven't been drinking it. I've been drinking coffee with my delicious Califia Farms peppermint mocha creamer in it, which is an almond milk creamer with just a tiny bit of sugar but it's all like really clean so if you guys are looking to replace a cup of coffee that you normally pour tons of dairy and sugar into um the best recommendation i can give is the califia farms i'll put it in the show notes califia farms creamers they have ones that are unsweetened they have ones that are flavored but even the flavored ones don't have tons of sugar you're definitely drastically scaling back sugar so it's a really good option for somebody who's looking to come off of a standard cup of really sweet coffee. Um, so they have really good flavors. They have plain ones. But even the unsweetened creamer makes a big difference. It makes a huge difference. It's not like pouring some almond milk into your cup of coffee, which kind of tastes like cardboard. This, <laughs> this is like, it's like adding cream to your coffee. It makes a huge difference. It, it cuts that bitter flavor out of the coffee and whatever. So I would try that. This portion of the Raisin Nuts podcast has been brought to you by Califia Farms. <laughs> no, it hasn't. <laughs> oh, okay. Califia Farms, reach out to us. We're not sponsored, but oh, damn it. I just really love their coffee creamers. I think they're awesome. It's an awesome alternative. Okay. Well, Jody really likes Califia Farms, apparently. I do. Peppermint mocha. <laughs> but anyway, so what I was saying was the diet, I just felt like it was really heavy. But now that we're not on it, I feel a difference. Now, it doesn't mean I need to go back to Bulletproof, but I think I do need to cut the grains out because it just makes me feel, like I said, like I wake up in the morning and I feel really stiff. It's hard for me to get my rings on. I'm all swollen. It's not good. And I have to like really start moving my body to feel any better. The biggest difference for me, I feel like, has been the energy, Mm -hmm. lack of energy. Yeah, for sure. And the lack of focus too for me. My focus when I'm eating Bulletproof, has been incredible. I mean, I very rarely am I out of focus. Am I just kind of uh, going through the motions in life in general? Like I'm really focused, hyper-focused on each test that I'm working on. And then when I've been off it, that, that I feel off it. Now, maybe it's not just bulletproof. Maybe it's all the other aspects of life that are going on that are taking me out of focus as well. Um, but, you know, who knows? We'll, we'll see once I get back into it and back into yoga and meditation and all that other stuff that I need to do. This portion of the podcast brought to you by Bulletproof. <laughs> no, we're not sponsored by them either. <laughs> yeah. We need to get some sponsors. Who wants to sponsor this podcast? Let's go. We do We do some great ads right here. Uh, I also have journaling written down because I need yeah. to write. <clears throat> I think that's a good creative outlet for me is writing. Yeah. A lot of times, and I feel upset about myself, upset at myself that I didn't follow through with this, but I wrote it, a blog entry like a year ago where I said I need to write more mm-hmm. and I need to stop worrying about what I'm actually writing and just write right. because I get really overwhelmed myself when I start to type out words and I want it to be the perfect words in order 
<laughs> rather than just writing out my thoughts. Because mm-hmm. when I write my thoughts, they come out pretty good. But right. I try to be too perfectionist with it rather than just doing it. So journaling is a form of that and just writing down how I'm feeling, mm-hmm. writing down what my goals are for the day, writing down how the day went, all those things. And we have, for the kids, we got you got them... Uh, what did you get them? <laughs> uh, you, got the, you can tell. They each got a gratitude journal, okay. which has writing prompts. Mm-hmm. I think that they're different each day. Um, and that you can... I don't know. I'd have to look at it, but I can link the exact ones that we got. So this goes in what we were looking for four or five episodes ago with gratitude with the kids. Yeah. Gratitude journal that we can do each day. So they're going to fill that out each day. And then there's another book that's almost like a time capsule for them where they go through each day and it asks them a question like, who are your friends? Who are your best friends? Uh, What's your favorite movie? Like right now. And then you go through from January 1st to December 31st and you write it out for this year. And then the following year you go back and you start over at the beginning. And you fill it out for three years straight, the same questions, but a new question each day. And you fill it out each each day and it records their answers for three years straight. So then they can go back and look over the course of the three years how things changed. And I feel like this is one of those things that kids start to do and then they just... then. It, and nobody's on top of them to do it, right. and it just never. So I want to make sure that this is something that we do every single day. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason, and this can go into the accountability and stability mm-hmm. because there's no reason why it can't be something we do every day. We do the word of the day every day right now. Yep. We've done that for however long, and the kids look forward to it. And you know, they're they're not as lugubrious as they normally are. Oh my god! So, <laughs> but you are. I, this has been a lugubrious <laughs> month for me, but. It's on. We're on the uptick now. Mm-hmm. We're moving forward. Okay, good. Next December will not be like this. I promise. <laughs> okay, this is now recorded in history. Yeah. So we can go back and listen to this next December, because I already said next December I do not want to be shopping or doing anything on Christmas Eve like I was stuck doing this year. Um, I just want to be done and ready to go. Mm-hmm. We, we, my computer went to sleep and I forget my password. <laughs> we probably shouldn't buy a house next December. Yeah, let's not do that. Um, but, oh, well, with accountability with the kids filling out their journals, they have electronics to choose from right now to play with. So they just need to know that they don't get time on those electronics like because they got a video game system this year for Christmas. So that's something that they haven't had previously. So they will not be playing that. Or using phones or laptops or anything like that until they've done their things they need to do for the day. Yeah, I feel like we shouldn't make journaling a part of that. I feel like we should make... Well, no, I'm just saying, like, these are the things that you need to accomplish for the day. Yeah. And then you're free to do what you want. Yeah, I think it's really important with, with the journaling and the time capsule thing to make it something that they look forward to doing I each agree. day. You know what I mean? Rather than it, it's a chore for them. No, I agree. I'm just saying, like, these are the things you need to accomplish before any electronics are used. I got you. Yeah, we got Nintendo Switch. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun to be able to play some video games. I got to make sure I don't get lost in the video games once we get Mario Kart and stuff. We got to get more controllers, though. Yeah. So speaking of the electronics, yes. I think it's really important that we don't let the kids get lost in the electronics. That's going to be part of the stability and accountability with things because we know for sure that they're not as well behaved when they've had a lot of screen time. That's true. But I have their screen time limited on their phones, so they it, everything just shuts down when they've reached that limit, and the limit is short. It's like 30 mm-hmm. minutes. 
and then they have to ask for extra time after that. Right. I don't know about the switch. I have to check that and see if you can limit stuff on there. And then the laptop. Cam got a laptop, so that um, I have to see if I can limit that. I don't know. I assume there's some way to do that, but I just don't know what it is right now. I don't know if I'm just biased to video games, but I feel like playing video games is a far better mental exercise than doing TikTok or things like that that are just mindless type things where as when you're playing video games they're challenging different portions of your brain to think and solve problems and things like that yeah i don't i don't know maybe there's research on that yeah and also it can be a career for andrew or cam <laughs> or eva i didn't mean to just say andrew that sounds like i'm like uh mm-hmm. partial to the boy you are no <laughs> that's not true <laughs> you're making me sound sexist I'm not sexist i always really loved video games when i was growing up like really loved them. and i always liked the um, puzzle style games. Mm-hmm. I was really big into those. Speaking of which, I'm going to rebuild my puzzle this week oh when you're God. gone. <laughs> I, re- I built a poker, dogs playing poker puzzle and got to the end of it and two pieces were missing and I was devastated. And I saved the day. And then the day that Jody broke the puzzle down. It was Christmas Eve. She found the two pieces in the sofa. <laughs> so now I got to rebuild the whole thing. And it was a tough puzzle. It was 750 pieces. Me and Andrew worked a ton on it together. Mm-hmm. So I will add that to my list of things to do in the in the meantime. But don't get lost in the puzzle. I can't get lost in the puzzle. No, I need, you just gotta, I need someone to break my... Well, you have to set a timer yeah. on your phone. So, you know, like, this is the amount of time I'd like to work on it. And then when the timer goes off, you got to get up, mm-hmm. walk away. Another goal for the new year that I have is massively limiting my own screen time and social media time. I was yeah. so much happier when I wasn't following timelines mm-hmm. on Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. And I think that comes with, I've just, there's been so many time periods where I just feel bored. Yeah. And I don't want to just be sitting there on the phone. I need to find other things to do. And I know there's other things that I can do. But I think that comes with figuring out what my poker schedule is going to be and sticking to that poker schedule. And then the free time that I have, there's other things that I can be doing in that time. Yeah. I also need to limit my screen time. My screen time is out of control. And it's mindless stuff. It's not like, I mean, there's definitely... Screen time is going to go up based on if you're listening to like a podcast or something. Right. So there's things where it seems like you're using a ton of screen time, but you're not actually looking at it. You're just using it like Spotify, things like that. Mm-hmm. But for sure, I spend too much time looking at stuff. And I completely avoided Facebook for a really long time, too. And I need to go back to that because it's just. Yeah, I don't even care about the screen time category on there. I care more about if I'm on Twitter, Facebook, yeah, Instagram. Like I, I'm, I just want to get rid of those platforms for me looking at i want to continue to share things because that's how you create engagement with people and you know i I like talking to people on on those platforms and stuff like that but i don't want to follow along with anything yeah i just want to remove it from my from my life completely and i i feel much happier when i do i i also went in last night i i guess this doesn't even matter if i'm using if i'm not using timelines but i muted a bunch of words on twitter it's a good idea so i don't have to see them anymore and uh so i don't know we'll see i should do that too yeah. There's definitely things that I'd like to mute because I look at Twitter or something and I happen to catch something that I don't want to see. I completely avoid the news. I don't look at any news. So things pop up on Twitter all the time and I would really rather avoid that. So I should probably mute the words from the news that I don't want to see because I don't want to see it come up. That's a good plan. All right. So if you guys are out there and you want to join our group, we'll, we'll post where that group's going to be. 
Otherwise, if you can reach out to us and share your goals and share your thoughts, you can do it on any of the social media platforms. If you tag me in it, I'll see it. I'm not going to see it if you just post it on your timeline. <laughs> but uh, if you want to share it with us, you can email us at info at raisingthenuts.com. Mm-hmm. Share your goals, share your thoughts. We'll create that group. Hopefully everyone has it. That's a dog barking. What in the world? What's hopefully, the matter? Hopefully everyone has a safe and happy new year. Yes, for sure. Why are you barking? Mm. What's the matter? Hey, buddy. We have a little visitor here. We have, well, we have two visitors, a dog and an Andrew. You want to say hi to everybody? Hi. Can you do me a big favor? Can you let the dog outside so she stops barking? Can Ava do that? Well, just can okay. you go ask Ava? Okay, go do it real quick. Thank Good. you. Go. Thank you. No, no. Let her outside. <laughs> so right. anyway. So hopefully everyone has a safe and happy new year. Good luck on all your resolutions. Remember to try to come up with some sustainable long-term goals. Otherwise, you're back here next December 2020 talking about the same problems that you have going into this year. Yes. And make it a great new decade. And get a designated driver on New Year's Eve. Yeah. But this is going to come out after that, so... (laughs) Hopefully you've got a designated driver on New Year's Eve. We're going to have a bunch of hungover people listening to this podcast. (laughs) All right. right, Happy New Year, everybody. What? She just let her out. Okay. All right. We're, we're done now. Okay. All right. Happy New Year. See you guys later. We'll Bye. see everybody in the Happy next decade. You. Isn't that crazy? Yep. Bye. Bye. Don't know I'll be if I'm not free to take a lead.